portions of this broadcast are sponsored by Pantsonette, the Pittsburgh clothing store where yins get more. Bah, I can't go down here like this. You'll go down there like that if I say so. But it's Tony Iris. I don't care if it's the Skyliners. And the only clothes you ain't tore up yet this year. You're going down there just like that. Get your brother. Hey, you going down there like that? I can't go down there like this. Warm weather is approaching, and that means lots of fun outdoor Pittsburgh activities. The regatta, the arts festival, the outdoor concert season, and many Pittsburghers are asking themselves the same question. How am I supposed to pick up chicks when I ain't got no good clothes to wear? At Pants and At, we've got lots of good clothes at good prices. I get my disability check and pow! Donna Pants and at that. I can't wear these down there. I look like a jaggle. You'll wear them pants and be proud. Yun's really going down Donny Iris like that. Yes, he's going down Donny Iris like that. And what about you, Mr. Nebby? I'm going like this. You ain't leaving a house like that. Wear these. Where'd you get these? That's been down Pants and at. Get out. That's right. Get out. Get out right now to the big two-for-one sale at Pants and Ad. Buy any pair of polyesters and get the second pair for free. You're wearing a free pair. <laughs> no, I ain't. You are. Jag. Whoosh. Quit your yapper. Nobody goes down to Donnie Harris. That's better. Pants and Ad in a mall near you. Jim Crenn, No Restrictions with Todd DeFazio. It is Jim Crenn, No Restrictions, live at Bloom's, Pittsburgh's premier cigar shop. The best, the biggest. Stop down, see Mark, see Craig, come in, say hello, have a cigar, join us every week, 11 o'clock on Thursday. We're here if you want to stop down, have a cigar with us, and watch the podcast. We'd love it. And if you fly in from Amsterdam, I'll buy you a cigar. How about that? Because <laughs> we have 177 listens from Amsterdam. If it's one person listening 177 times, I'll buy you two cigars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I don't know why I can't get the Amsterdam thing out of my head. Todd DeFazio is here. And don't forget, a giant eagle, get your Yenzer cards. Yenzer cards for your next birthday. Got to get the Yenzer cards. Uh, Larry Richard, myself, Rob Rogers, Dick Roberts. Uh, it's basically a lot of things that uh, the same Stanley. P- it's, uh, I channel Stanley Pikachowski, and Rob uh, draws up the, the the artwork, and Larry, and Dick, and everybody. Thanks, my brother. Appreciate it, Todd. I give them away now for birthday presents. That's, see, yeah, you know, what? I got to tell you something. Todd has lost more weight this week. You think? I, I kind of fell off the wagon. Really? You I look did. like you lost weight. I was embarrassed to step on the scale this week. You know what it is? Because you're wearing glasses. You look intellectual <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. You got a haircut. That's what it is. <laughs> you got a haircut. You know what? You don't have to go on a diet. Just keep getting a haircut. Just get a haircut, yeah? Yeah. It's a good look. <laughs> I like the glasses look, man. You look very studious. Thank you. look like an intellect. <laughs> you should have a pipe. A pipe? Yeah. yeah with the, with the, the glasses. I think well, the cigar is good, yeah, but the pipe is a little think more. I think I'm Popeye, maybe. Well, I, I mean, like one of the Sherlock Holmes big pipe, man. Like, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, you know, with the, with the glasses on, we can't debate. You'll win every debate. Because at the end of the debate, <laughs> Todd, all you have to do is pull the glasses off. You know, if someone pulls the glasses off, I'm done. Like, if you pull them off, you, you, you hit your right. final point. You go, yeah. and I want one more thing to say. Pull the glasses off. Yeah. I am speechless. It's a I'm visual like, statement. I'm like, you're right. Whatever <laughs> it is, you're right, man. I'm wrong. No way. 
Well, as this podcast airs, the Steelers will have already played their first regular season game against the Browns. Okay, they're playing in Cleveland. And I don't know as of now, so we'll know as this airs. But right now, it's, it's Thursday, okay, before the game, a few days before the game. The NFL kickoff is tonight, and as this taping is going on right now, uh, Le'Veon is not reported. Now, here's the thing. Le'Veon Bell, uh, our great running back, obviously, he's franchised. Now, he doesn't have to report, Todd, until week 10. Okay. Because if he reports by week 10, it counts as a season. Like, he can go, you know, the, the final six games, yeah. go through the playoffs and Super Bowl and all that. But he's, he can go into free agency the next year. And he's getting roughly, I don't know what it is, $14 million, whatever it is, something like that, whatever. That's a lot of money to give right. up. Whatever it is, eight hundred fifty like, game. Yeah, eight hundred fifty a game. So he gives up his money of eight hundred fifty grand a game, which the only other person I know who can give that up is Todd. Eight hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> only other guy I could afford that. But but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why he's doing it. But but I guess with this, the agent went off on an interview show this week. Okay, and the agent said they're going to run him into the ground because they know it's the last year, and he doesn't want him to run into the ground. So they'll wait till week ten. I think is what they're saying. Now, this has made a lot of fans very angry. Oh, very. And there's a young lady who was on the news. It's, it's now gone viral. Her tape has gone viral all over the place. And we, we're going to play this for you right now. This is a young lady going off on Le'Veon Bell. And here we go. Very angry at him. I mean, I understand, okay? He got to eat, too. He got a family. I get it. But at the end of the day, really... You can't take it with you, Le'Veon. If he don't show up, who cares? We'll do it without. It's the Steelers. Like, we create the talent. We made you who you are. We made you what you're worth. End the story. All right. Now, Todd, she makes <laughs> some points. She makes some points. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We made them. I wonder if she's single. We made them. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, <clears throat> it, it's it, it, I, it's interesting. I, I've been around NFL players. But I was friends with a lot of NFL players. So I see the other side of it, okay? And, and it's a ruthless game. Right. They are discarded, and, and it's the way it goes. It's a business, man. It's a billion, with a B, billion-dollar right. business. So what happens when these guys have a chance to maximize their money? They have to be businessmen, and it doesn't translate well to the fans. Now, that is the thing that is hurting the NFL. There, it's because what happens with, with the NFL is in football is it's a passion, uh, the Steelers, for us, for instance, in Pittsburgh, it became a religion. Right. And it started in the 70s, really, because what happened when I was a kid, I was a little kid, had my little Franco's Italian Army patch and all that kind of <laughs> stuff, and, and Pittsburgh was going through a really rough time. Steel mills closing. The city was depressed. It was unemployment everywhere. There, there weren't these hip clubs. We didn't have half a million dollar homes in Lawrenceville. You know, I lived in a strip district in an alley. Lawrenceville had, you know, $10,000 homes. And, and, and the South Side wasn't built up the way it is now, where I live now. It's beautiful there now. It's a, you see our city now, the, the, you know, the whole renaissance took place. It's, it's a modern, beautiful yeah. city, one of the great cities in the country. And, and I always looked at it that way as a kid. Even when we were depressed and down, it was Pittsburgh. It was my home, you know. No matter how many travels, I mean, how many miles I've traveled in my career, Pittsburgh is my home. It's my right. heart. And so what happened was, Todd, when the Steelers, you were not, you were too little, but when the Steelers would win, they won that first Super Bowl, it was like the beginning of an image for our city. It became the face of our city. And the whole entire city got behind it. And they, you know, winning four Super Bowls in six years, think about that. 
That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the, the organization, which is the greatest organization ever, if you, you look at the, you know, how it's been consistent for the most part for many years, through all these years, winning again and, and getting a, you know, being able to cover uh, four Super Bowls myself, which is, was amazing. But what happens is we have passion. And the passion is more than money. It's bigger to, to us. It's right. bigger than money. So that young lady has a right to say what she's saying. Whether she's right or wrong, she has a right yeah. to say. Because in a way, she is right. I'll tell you what she's right about, Todd. You know, no matter what. And I know, Levy, you don't have a different opinion of this, but we did make, we made, we do make him. We do make him. Just like, I got to tell you, everything I had, every cent I made as an entertainer, Todd, every cent I made as an entertainer, every uh, thing I've gotten to do, every, every great travel thing has been because of the people listening. The people listening right, right now. They made me. Those people through those years made me. And uh, it gets to a point where you want to have some reciprocation. You just want to be acknowledged and respect of appreciation. And, and that's where they're angry because he's, he is looking right. at too much almost as a business in that sense. He, he could come out and say, I believe he could come out and say, hey, look, this is what's happening. Explain it to us fans. I, I, him saying it. I want to come, he, for anyone who feels they don't owe us, they, like they don't owe us, they do owe us. They do owe us an explanation. They don't. It's unfair. It's disrespectful to ghost. You know. Ghost. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I, l- I look at it. I mean, I can I can understand the That's business the side from. of it. And you know, the they fans deserve are, the money. They deserve the money, man. Believe right. me, these guys the they put their bodies on line. And I don't think. And, I, and the fans are smart. I think the fans know. They know what I'm saying. That they deserve the money. It's not about that. It's about the respect. It, it like, almost just want to be. It almost comes off selfish. But this is to hand well, to hand. This is his job. Yeah. And anybody who has a job wants to make the most money possible, and they want to get there yeah. the best way possible. And but the job is also part of it. Is they're in a weird way. Is they're entertainers and representing me and so, you and everybody. And yeah. That, and, and it comes off selfish. It comes off disrespectful. I think that's why people are getting mad. And people can see through that in in. In their entertainers, in their sports people uh, that they empathize with and relate to. They can see, because I remember, like I said, I, last year, a year ago, right around now, when Bruno San Martino, we were in Italy, he just had almost tears in his eyes when he's thanking the people. Right. When he's and telling me about the people. And I was like, that's what makes him great to me. You know, that's what makes an entertainer to me, that they understand, that they appreciate, they understand that those people made them. I, I think with professional athletes puts them today, in a position. They, get, they have two levels. It, probably anybody in entertainment. Because, yeah. like, you can look at it right now. Right. He's at the point where I want to make the most money that I possibly can make. Right. But then as they taper on in, into their career, their money's been made. The accomplishments are there. Now they just want to win a championship. And I think a lot of the team right now is at that level and have that passion for the championship. I think I don't think Ben really needs to be here. He's oh, no, no. A, he's but accomplished but everything. But getting back to Levy on it, but this and is his best chance to win the championship. Though. Right. Maybe. That's why he – Maybe no, not. There's no maybe. This is the best <laughs> chance he has. Right? I mean, this team has – you know, we got Brown, we got Ben. Yeah. He's part of the he, bees. He, right. He knows he's a But I don't player. think he has do that want mindset. want the championship? But you just said they won championship. I said right why now he he's that? at that phase where he wants the money. Eventually – but he's going to be—he's like going to be you know, thirty years old. I mean, he's got to realize he knows realistically, his days are a couple of years. He's only had. Right. Look at and he has one big anyone. payday oh, left. I get it. Yeah, he's one yeah. big payday. So you're saying he's choosing 
the money over championship? I, I think so. And also, the mindset also could be, this team is so good, I don't have to show up until week 10. They're not going to miss me. I don't think there's like that because the players are all kind of mad, too. If you saw some of the tweets there are, yeah. coming out, the guys, it's not like that. You know, they know in this league – Everything is – you could win and lose games by a point, Because these points. guys are working hard There's right There's such now. parity in this league. You just can't do it that way. you, you got to be there every week. I mean, yeah. the Browns are going to be a tough – I mean, like I said, this is going to air after the Browns game. It's going to be a tough game. And, and, you know, every week is tough in the NFL. It's a long season. I mean, even if we, you know, lose a couple games, we're going to be all right. But his still. week one stats have been terrible. Plus, in his career, two week ones, he was suspended. Well, so do we need – with that being said – what happens if he gets involved week 10? He's going to have a couple games to get warmed up. Right. I don't know. So, so the whole thing is, is a tough thing. I, I understand both sides, but I, I really understand what that young lady was saying about we made him. Because we do, in a sense, make those. But at the same time, they get discarded, these guys. They see the business side of it. It's an it's a, it's a yeah. interesting, uh, interesting argument. There's no win for that argument, by the way. No. You, it's, <laughs> both sides it's, a, are right. it's a complete opinion on both, both sides. Both sides are right, man. Yeah. Both sides are right. So, hey, uh, school's starting. So, uh, moms and dads out there, you're all happy. You're happy right now because the kids are at school. A lot of you moms, I tell you, man, you know, I have great respect for parents. Stop watching the kids. So, it's good to see them in school. And it, it's, it brings back great memories, you know. See my little nieces going back to school and stuff like that, yeah. and getting her school clothes. And I remember that getting my school clothes. Remember getting your school clothes? Oh yeah, we just did it with the kids. You right did before it before school started. Getting, Where'd you guys go? Where'd you getting go? the shoes and oh, all over, depending on you know the, the older they get, the more you know name brands they oh, want. Oh okay, and they things gotta like get that. The, so yeah. you gotta go to the get them the, the three thousand dollar Yeezys, <laughs> the whole thing. Get them their uh, fancy shoes and. All that. Well, that's true because it's pretty like that. It's well, like a well, status thing. Well, with you know what, though? It was like that even when I was little, when I was a kid. My, my mom, um, now, okay, I, I had bell bottoms. I remember in second grade, I have this picture of me, I have bell bottoms <laughs> on. I got this silk shirt and I got a silk scarf. And I look like a 1970s lounge singer. I look like a Vegas lounge singer. <laughs> so I don't know how I got that look or why. But that was the style, I guess. But I look, I did have a chain on. I'm second grade. We, I got a gold chain we on. We need to have that I was picture. Like, I was like a you rapper. You have it? I got, yeah, my mom has it. I look like <laughs> a, kind of a, like a, I'm just like a slash rapper, like 70s lounge singer, like a little three-foot Vegas lounge singer. I'm man. thinking those guys from Saturday Night Live, the yeah. wild and crazy guys. No, Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> no. Mine was more, no, I was more Sammy Davis Jr., oh, man. Okay. I was like second grade. Hey, man, I dig you. Would you okay. like to have some milk? <laughs> I have milk money. I have, actually, I'm the candy man, babe. <laughs> Walk up the little girl. Yeah, I dig you. Do you dig me? Yes. <laughs> yes, this is a silk scarf. I don't do Kiana. I do silk. Nothing fake here. <laughs> the bell bottoms are big, too. They're big bell bottoms. Yeah, I love that. I don't, you know, I, what, what did you look like? What did you did you have a Vegas look? Did you do a lumberjack look? I could see your mom going, you know, the lumberjack. Not for some, I don't know why I'm seeing lumberjack. For for I'm not seeing, for school, but I'm seeing I ID discovery <laughs> killer lumberjack guy. Everything had the um <laughs> the the shirt the the jackets with the patch on okay. the sleeves. Yes, the, there you uh, go. The uh, what do they call those? The um, corduroy jackets with the patch on the sleeve. I'm and telling my you, my mom this. would always get the most awful haircut. Oh, I was, the, I was, I was the king of the awful haircut. 
there was these uh, uh, brothers somewhere. It was uh, my grandfather would take me to this barber shop. These brothers, these, uh, two Italian guys, owned a, a barber shop. Yeah, and they had the they had this flat top type crew cut kind of thing going on. Yeah, and no matter what style you wanted, you end up looking like them. You always had the same haircut. Their cut. <laughs> you had their haircut. You were going to look like them. That's funny. I had the Pizzullo brothers or something, whatever. <laughs> you look like, you know, you could have been Tony Pizzullo or whatever. I could have been Jimmy Pizzullo. I walk out. Same haircut. Didn't <laughs> matter. I, I had one year I had the, the Jim Carrey Dumb and Dumber haircut, and I even had, like, the missing tooth because I lost a tooth that year. So I really <laughs> – I was full Dumb and Dumber nice, in dumb that Dumb and Dumber slash Ace Ventura look. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, I, it's funny. I, I actually – I got into the lounge thing, man, as a kid. I don't yeah. know, I my era of the 70s and stuff. It's growing up with the, like the lounge stuff and, you know, the, Ve- the Vegas thing, the Vegas vibe, man. I remember as an adult getting to Vegas for the first time, and I was obsessed. Now, I was just starting to do some stand-up, too, the first time I was in Vegas. Was, you know, my tw- early 20s. I got to get there. That's on my bucket list. <clears throat> you got to go because yeah. the, the coolest thing was, uh, uh, the first thing I wanted to see was one of the great, like, lounge headline guys. You know, I didn't get to see Sammy Davis, unfortunately. I saw Wayne Newton three times, man. Okay. I couldn't get enough of Wayne Newton and thought it was the greatest thing ever, man. It was like the so schmaltz, so schmaltzy, man. And he did the same thing each show. It was beautiful. And these little old ladies, little old ladies would be crying go <laughs> out of their mind for the guy. And he would do the same move. He'd go, you know what he did? He'd, he'd get me and I, we'd get into him. He'd be up on stage. And it, and it wasn't like he was the greatest singer, but he just... He was so entertaining. I'm telling you, man. Any age, any demographic, you see this guy, you're just entertained because he's just so he's so full of it. It's, it's bull crap, but you, but it, you buy in <laughs> when you're in that room, man. You're in that room, you buy in. He's get you know he's got the whole look and the whole Vegas look, and he gets up and he goes. Uh, he actually did this at one point. He goes, and he, he not the first time he does it, you're like, oh, that's cool. The second time he does the same thing. And the third show, exact same thing. <laughs> because I guess he, he hopefully stopped the show. He goes, he says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what time it is. And I don't really care, but I just got to tell you something. In my 42 years as an entertainer, this may be the greatest time that I've <laughs> ever had. And I'm like saying, I make all Wayne needs his greatest time ever had. <laughs> ever. He just ever had right now. And I'm buying in. <laughs> and, and my other favorite line he does in the show. Now, he does it every show. They go crazy when, you when see, he does oh, it all. Oh, you kidding? I went nuts. <laughs> and my, my, no, this is when they go nuts. This is when they go nuts. He pretends like he knows... Like the guy that, like the sound, or like the, the, the roadie. Like he, like he knows somebody. And he'll go, where's, uh, where's Joey? Is Joey here? And, <laughs> and somebody will yell at him. Well, yeah, he's over there. Something. And I swear to God, Joey, Joey, over there in the back, lock the doors. I found my crowd. I'm going to sing all night. <laughs> <laughs> Is that awesome? Hey, if, it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I wouldn't it, have used right? that line so bad. <laughs> Lock the doors. I find my car. I'm gonna tell jokes all night. But but he, but when you see it the second show, the second time you see him, you see the same line. Yeah. Like, God damn. You know, you know you don't buy in as I, much. I didn't the feel time. quite as special when he goes. <laughs> but he goes. Is 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 uh, George here? George, George, lock the doors. I find my car. I'm gonna sing all night. And I'm like, wait, Wayne. You just said you were gonna sing all night the last <laughs> time I saw you. And I thought the last time was the greatest night of your life to have me as an audience. <laughs> now I'm the greatest night again. And they're crying. Maybe he knew you were there. And he goes back and runs in the back <laughs> of the room and stuff, and he shakes everyone's hand. I'm like, that's awesome. That's 
we they don't ever happen again. That whole hair no. is gone, man. It's so cool, <laughs> isn't it cool? Yeah. You're never gonna see, you know, anybody Ed Sheeran or something. You're never gonna see Locked It right. Doors. I find my crowd. I'm gonna sing all night. <laughs> you see Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> locked your doors. Flush is or lock the doors. <laughs> don't unlock the doors. Forget that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't even know the door. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just such a cool thing. When I, you know, and what happened was, is I got into entertainment. I've talked about this before. When I started playing Atlantic City, um, which was cool, playing the Tropicana for me, you know, because it, yeah. it being an old vibe. Okay, so now we're moving into the '80s and I'm mid the '80s. I'm, I'm playing Atlantic City, and what happens is when you're playing, you get to know a lot of the other entertainers, become buddies with them. And there was this off boardwalk little uh, casino, and I was friends with. Uh, a midget Elvis. Oh man! Now, if you are a little person out there, I apologize because you're you're not supposed to use the word yeah. midget. Some some say it's okay, but most uh, little pe- uh, persons tell me that that's not a good just <laughs> not a good thing to say midget. They don't yeah. like midget, and I apologize to you. But that's what he titled himself as. So okay. I'm just going to tell you that's what he All titled right. himself as. So I'm not being you know I don't want you know, don't don't send me the hate you know that that that. Jimmy, I used to listen to you. I love you. Now I hate you. <laughs> no, I love Lil Peep. I have a couple good friends. A couple good friends for Lil Peep. But I'm saying, so I know that. That's so why I know. Midget, but he called himself Midget Elvis was his title. And he was okay. he was not only Midget Elvis, he was um, Elvis of the late 70s looking Elvis, like 1975. Like the Elvis that looked like me? Oh, no. You look like a marathon runner next to Elvis of 75. Oh, really? This is Percocet, that was the year I was born. This is 75. Percocet Cheeseburger Elvis, oh. where he was like, you know, really, this is what Midget Elvis looked like. He looked like a three-foot, you know, big guy. But the best part about Midget Elvis, he never, true story, Craig, Midget Elvis, <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was three by three. He's a little fat guy. God bless. Midget Elvis, if you're listening, I love you. Remember that. We're going to track that guy now. Well, he, he was older then, but anyway, I hope he's, he may be retired. But anyway, he, he's three foot, and th- little heavy guy, okay? In the outfit, I got to tell you, it was unbelievable. He, it was the greatest show ever. He actually did a great Elvis. And that was the best part. But here's the best part, Craig. He would never break. Like, even off, like, not doing it, he was Elvis. Like, kind of, he would just still be, like, all talking like him. Yeah, like, hey, Jim, what's up, man? Hey, baby, what's up, baby? What are we going to do now, man? And there would be this after-hours club we would go to, and then all the waitresses on the, on the boardwalk would be around <laughs> Is that him? No, that's not him. That's, oh. that's another that imposter. Other Elvis. out there, but yeah, he. But he would. We'd go to this all night club, and I'm not kidding. He would get more women than anybody. He, I'd be turning around. Where's Midget Elvis? Oh, I met a hot waitress. Yeah, he left with her. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. He's yeah. Midget Elvis got more women than anybody. It was amazing to me. <laughs> I'd see him the next day. Oh man, things are going good, Jimmy. Things are going good, baby. Yeah. Is that wild? Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was pulling down some coin, too. He's making money, Midget Elvis. You could make a lot of money as a little Elvis. Now, that the one you just pulled up there, the, that the little guy, um, I think he's in Vegas, that guy. I think okay. the little guy. There's a couple little guys out in Vegas. Yeah, because there's a little Elvis, yeah, a after, mini Elvis. Yes. <laughs> I'm searching them after, right now. After, yeah, after meeting Midget Elvis, I looked them up, too, to see if I find He's retired, probably. He was older then. Uh, so, But it was one of the great, great acts. You, you, I wish you could have saw it. There is a guy in Vegas who's fat Elvis. It's supposed to be really good. I haven't seen him. Oh, man. Now Elvis is big himself. This guy's like 500-pound Elvis. He's supposed to be really good. <laughs> 
There's another. Uh, I, when you say that, yeah. I think in my head yeah. the Fat Albert theme, like, yeah. hey, yeah. it's Fat Elvis. He was, <laughs> he's, I think he's in Vegas now. I'm pretty sure he was there a few years, but a few years back, uh, I, I've been to Vegas in like five years, five, six years, but last time I was there was a guy. If you go to, if anyone out there is listening, if you're going to Vegas, okay, see if this guy's, guy's there. And, and if he is, what was our phone? We have a phone number now, Robert. Give us our, give the number out. They can yeah, call. it's um seven two four four zero Kren. You can text it, call it, leave a voicemail, and uh, you never know. One of us might give answer it. Again. it. Give it again. Seven two four four zero Kren. Okay, if you're going to Vegas, let me know if you saw this guy. I want you to check him out, see if he's still around. He was an older guy then, and I saw him six years ago. His name is Cook E Jar. Cookie Jar. That's and, Fat Elvis. No, this oh, is another this act. Is this is else? a lounge act in in oh Vegas. God. He plays he plays like one night a week or something. I saw him, uh, it, but it's I can't remember where he played. It was like what lounge? What? But he's, Cookie Jar, you can't get in. First of all, he's sold out every. every, oh my every he plays one show midnight Wednesday. Or but if you get out there, get the look for Cookie Jar and get in. He's amazing. He, he and it's the best part is he has a part of his act where he does impressions. Oh. And they don't sound like any. They sound like him. <laughs> like every impression sounds like him. That's like he'll say, great. you know, all right, I'm going to do Tom Jones. And he sounds like him. You know, and, and, but they go nuts. The people go nuts. It's the greatest <laughs> thing. And then he has a part where he says, he brings a jar out. And it says, feed the jar. You have to donate money to him. And he'll pass it around like a church. And everyone puts money in for cookie well, jar. Well, cookie jar has a Facebook page. Oh, he's still around. Thank God. <laughs> that's him. That's Cookie Jar. Cookie. Show Craig. Craig that's Cookie Jar, man. So you can find Cookie Jar uh, on not Facebook. A, not a wig either. It's his real hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he looks like Richard Marks from the, the 80s guy. I just he looks like a friend Richard, request. I wonder if that's Richard Marks. Richard Marks hasn't had an album out in a lot of years. So what if he became Cookie Jar? <laughs> he does look like Richard Marks. Cookie Jar, the Cookie. Prince of Soul. He's a Prince of Soul. <laughs> he sings. He does. I'm going to take that. That's my new act. Like, Ten more years from now, I'm going to become. I got to see something like Cookie something, maybe. No, he'll, I don't know. <laughs> Lady Lock Jim. I don't know. <laughs> e. Claire. Jim E. Claire. I oh like the, look at the hair. Look at the hair. Check it out. Craig. It's a good it's looking nice man, look. Cookie Jar. Huh? I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you put him and Midget Elvis together, women are flocking. That's it's fantasy all over. for me, man. I could he, die after that. Well, I'll tell you what. Once you see a show, man, you'll see what I'm saying. He brings it. He gives us all. He just <laughs> brings it, man. You don't play. You, you got to see it. Right, you, you, think I'm, you think I'm making this stuff up. I, I, as you talk, and I don't know what you're talking about sometimes, I just Google just to, just make, to make sure, sure I can have a, it up. a relevant point to the conversation. I'm telling you, I don't make any of this up. This is all real stuff, man. You know, you know what's <laughs> best, though? When you go out there, okay, here's what you have to do. When you go out there, you have to go in, in go to look, go, look for like somebody like um, – Tony Bennett. Okay. Go to his show because my favorite part of going to see when these rolled acts like this is when they do a song that is like kind of like a not not they they think it's new, but it'll be like a song that was out like fifteen years, ten, fifteen years ago. Uh, they don't yeah. think it's new. So they they'll do like go, Michael Jackson and, and Thriller. Do, yeah, no, 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 they don't do that. They, they'll go like uh, he'll be like they'll try and get even little to them even hipper. Like you see Tony Bennett will be like you know like they do the song. Uh, it's called. In the club, uh, <laughs> my name is uh, 50 Cent, and that's two quarters. And then he's going to, you know, go, shorty, it's your birthday. He does it in his own way. You know? <laughs> Get some Bacardi, it's your birthday. Because we don't give a hoot, it's your birthday. Like that. 
You got to see it to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to help you. I want you to go to Vegas. Uh, well, you, well your first can we trip. go together? Yes, I'll take you to uh, Vegas. I need somebody who knows the ropes. Well, you're getting. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm your reverend, right? In your. <laughs> in your. At, or your. When you get uh, married, am I right? Yeah. Okay. We, we're actually. Uh, well, we've we, been talking about it a lot lately, putting it together. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, if so. I'm going to be the reverend, I guess I should be in charge of your bachelor party. So I think our bachelor, <laughs> your bachelor party. Field should trip to Vegas. be in Vegas, don't you think? I think maybe we incorporate it with uh, the show, and we could do some shows from the bachelor I, party. I, I'm all in. Yeah, I want to do your bachelor party. I'm taking to Vegas. All right. <laughs> so as soon as you get the date, let me know so we can start planning this. Thing. Okay. We'll do, the, we'll do the show, and, we, and we'll invite anyone out there who wants to buy in. I'll get like you know triple A or oh, one of these man, places. Oh man, that'd be we'll, amazing. And we'll all go out and do it. Okay. So we're hey, um, changing gears a little bit. Because um, there's a story, and I want to ask you a question on this here. What, who do you think here? Do you see the story where the weather girl, there's a weather girl, and I think it's in Charleston, West Virginia, okay, and an anchor. So you know they're always happy at the end of the yeah. newscast, and they'll kind of seem like they know each other. And they'll yeah. do like a cute little joke at yeah, the, the end. Yeah, the, the movie Anchorman kind of pokes fun of it. Yes, it's, the, it's a just little like bit. Anchorman. They talk under their breath and everything. Well, this is real life Anchorman. <laughs> This girl, I guess she had a feud with the girl that was like the anchor, co-anchor or something. Uh-huh. She got in a fight with her offset and pushed her and beat oh, her up. Man. And she cracked her skull. Oh, And geez. the girl, in an eardrum injury and stuff, too. So they were fought. In the, in the, the, I believe the weather girl won the fight, but I guess it's not good. Just picture those two fighting. Like these two anchor people, TV people going at it fighting. And, and when I read that story... The thing I'm thinking of is, okay, out there, I want you to think about it for us. And and you could call if you – hey, I'll tell you what. Give the number again. What's the number? It's 724-40-KREN. 724-40-KREN. If you want to call in with your suggestion, we'll play it next week. But here's what I'm going to ask everybody out there, and I'm going to tell you my suggestions. Who would win if you have the females – because these are two young ladies who fought, two women. Who would win, win in a women – Local TV personality, anchor and weather woman, oh. could be fighting against each other. And I was wondering, like, for instance, who wins Jackie Kane versus Ashley Doherty? Who wins that fight? Oh, man. I'm going Kane. I love Ashley. Huh. But I think, you know why? Jackie gets her with a smile. Right. She thinks she's going to do a truce, like they'll be, like, close and... Jackie gives that that smile and then boom she she. But I think Ashley uh, Ashley looks more athletic. I think both in shape, both run, both in shape right. people. So it would be. I tell you right now, it's a that is a. I don't know, man. That's I'm looking at that as a classic New, Hearns Hagler three rounds <laughs> done like News all out lady battle royale. That's just that's Hearns Hagler, man. That's just there's nothing left in the ring. Yeah, um, battle. Royale, um, all right, here, how about this one? Let's uh, uh, tease Kelly uh, uh, Sasso versus Katie Case uh, Heather Abra- Abraham. Oh man, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm going Heather. I think maybe Heather has maybe a slight edge. I'm not sure. I love Kelly, but I've had the opposite. I think Heather is uh, got the reach. I think. Okay, I've had the opposite you know? opinion on both so far. Really? Yeah. Well, no, that's good. That's what this is about. It's about debate. <laughs> so, so you're 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 taking Kelly, yeah. Okay, th- this is a big one now. This is a legends match. Okay, oh. I'm going Fraser Ali, legends match. 
this has to be three, uh, three matches. I think like Ali is a okay. trilogy, and it ends in uh, uh, the thrill in Manila. It's got to end in Manila. Peggy Finnegan versus Sally Wigan. Oh, Sally Wigan. Two legends going at it. I I love Sally. It's a no contest. Peggy is going to be like the Joe Fraser. I think she wins the first fight. Okay. And then Sally wins the second and the third. And the third one takes so much out of them, they just can't fight anymore. It just oh, takes wow. too much out of them. Don't you believe that? I, I think that. No, I, I That think would be pay-per-view breaking. That would break Mayweather's uh, Pacquiao. I think Sally Wigan think? goes old school 1980s Mike Tyson and wins the fight in 45 seconds. I think Sally would be more of like a float, like a butterfly sting, like a bee. Oh. I, I think, and I think, I think Peggy would have the impacting kind of hooks and, 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 and be the inside one who can battle. And I, it'd be, it'd be a close, all would be, let's put it this way. They all, they're all winners. All these women are winners. Yeah. They're all winners and they're, they're all in beautiful and in shape. So I think all the, the, the battles would be close. They'd be close. Now the one in Charleston that wasn't fair, real. I think the, I think that lady pushed her. Maybe a cheap shot. I think she pushed her. She, yeah. I think so. Where they where they read, but so, but just made me think of who would win in a battle of the the, the anchors here in Pittsburgh. We got some great anchors. We, one thing about Pittsburgh, we got great news personalities. Yeah, men and women both really do. We got some talented uh, TV personalities, and that's why we know them. You know, it's interesting. It's not like that. Yeah, in other they're cities. likable. It's not like that in other cities, man. We're approachable. We're, yeah, but they're good. They're yeah. good. We have like actually good news shows, man. <laughs> we do. So, so uh, with picking, you see, you're talking about getting getting a wedding and all that stuff. The interesting thing about a wedding, it's so expensive. Have you guys talk about what you want to do? Like, it's gonna be a big wedding. Yeah, we're, we're kind of kicking it around like, right now. Wedding's like twenty grand or something like that. Yeah, I'm not paying twenty grand. Aren't they? No, yeah, it could be. It, it just depends. Like a basic wedding for me. Like a basic wedding. I don't grand, right? need. Isn't it? I don't have a very high maintenance yeah. fiance. Well, don't, um, don't you? At one point, we were. She was looking. The one venue has a late night wedding menu, and it oh. was like cheeseburgers and ham, a hot dogs. See, that's where I'd go. Pizza, and I'd I was like, that. "Yeah, I was like, I really that's don't know one. if I want to do that." Why? <laughs> For a wedding? Wait, I she, don't know. You always give the good. The, the, the girl always picks. She you know. signs. I told it's her, her. She, I'll support this whatever she picks. This is for her, picks. not you. Yeah. Now, economically, the package. <laughs> what was the hot dog hamburger package? It was called the late night wedding package. And wow. It, um, I think this. Where's this at? Uh, you allowed to say? I, you allowed to I don't you remember. Don't to, right, I don't right, remember. Right, it was, a, it was one of the, but, but the wedding it, venues we were looking at. But they, yeah, when they say late night, what time's a wedding start? Is this like a midnight wedding or something? And we eat hot dogs and hamburgers like that? Is that what it, it is? I, I guess. It's, That's so cool. You have like, it, it's like all like nachos and sliders. Oh my God. Yeah. Todd, go for that. Go. <laughs> what did she say? Yes? Uh, she, she was, is we, she leaning that way? We kicked like four different ideas. Right now we're just in the brainstorming phase. Okay. Whenever it's time to write the do you check. Remember the price of the, do you remember the price of the hot dog hamburger thing? It, it was kind of a la carte. So whatever menu items you picked. Now the actual. Um, what do you think in the ballpark would that be? Is that a five? I think grander? if you got all the things together, yeah. it was like twelve dollars a person. Oh, that's not bad. So if you have a. Uh, oh my God, Todd. Yeah, but then you got to factor in the DJ, the booze. Um, you know, I'm not going Serious to. Uh, there. I'm not Run. going to. Uh, we don't need to get a limousine. You know, we're not going all crazy like that. Apparently, yeah, you're cutting some, but that's okay. You know, I tell you right now, I agree with you in this whole thing. 
I am not. I mean, you'd, I'd rather just have. It's just one day. I'd rather spend the money on a nice vacation. Use for the, the honeymoon. Yeah. Well, you know what though? You could get good gifts. You could tell everybody. I would put that on the thing. Please give me a good gift. <laughs> <laughs> You're not invited unless you bring a good gift. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I I gotta tell you. From now on, I do only gifts at wedding. I don't do the card. Okay. There was two weddings where the card got lost. Oh. My card, wait, and, and it, it found out later. And, and what happened, when I, they told me, like later, like for instance, I had a, a friends, real good friends, and Hedy and I, we went to the Lamont, and it was a nice, beautiful, uh-huh. it was a beautiful restaurant, obviously, and I gave a nice uh, check, okay? Uh-huh. And, uh, and I put it in a, the wishing well thing. Yeah. Well, here... It gets stuck somehow in the inside, somehow in a sleeve, or somehow the wishing well. For a year. Oh, my goodness. They thought I did not give them a gift for a year. Now, they never said anything. Probably so mad. But they were, well, they were always nice, but they're always a little bit, it was a little bit different. There was like, yeah, there's something going on. And I didn't know what it was. Like, you know, like, like, ah, they're not as warm. Anyway, a year goes by, and they tell me, they said, Jim, you're not going to believe this, because they kept the wishing well thing, you know? Yeah, and 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 they were look. She was looking through it, whatever, and looking through old cards. I guess he kept all the cards and stuff. Yeah, because uh, it's you know emotional thing. And she said, "Jim, we found your card. We oh, can't believe for geez. a year we thought you didn't give a card." So the check's still good. Yeah. So from <laughs> now on, I, I from that point, I'm sorry, on that was that was about eight years ago. From that point on, man, gifts, gifts, big gift, smart. You can't lose. Yeah. So I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be a big gift. Okay. You guys can't lose. All right. I punch bowl. That's all, always safe. If I safe. had Toaster. my pick for <laughs> venues, back to venues. Yeah, I would love to do it at PNC Park. That would be they it do. Is, they do do it at PNC. Yeah, it's five grand just to get the ceremony part. How about blooms? We do it right here. Right here, cigars. Blooms? Yeah, I don't know if she'd go for that. Mark would get it. No, That'd well. be more of our pick. You know maybe? what? You know what? When, you know what? Not I, like? Hers. I like the farm weddings. People, I've been to a yeah. couple of those farm weddings. Yeah. They're good, right? We, you we like were, those? We've kicked around the baseball idea. That was the original idea. Yeah. Uh, to get married at home plate of a baseball field. We can't seem to find a venue attached to a baseball field. Yeah, they don't have a lot of those weddings. Yeah. But <laughs> well, no, it's not common. That's why I kind of liked it. Uh, and then we could go with that, that theme of that late night wedding. And your first trip out of the city will be your honeymoon. Yeah. we got to make sure you go somewhere. What about the bachelor party? Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. We're going <laughs> back. I'm sorry. Your first trip's Vegas. <laughs> Second trip is going to be, where is that going to be? I don't know. Where, Florida or something or New Orleans or somewhere? Uh, go to New Orleans. That's a good one. Know, it's yeah. a good party. Or you know, we just make it a big family vacation. And no, make, you got to go. You two got to go in this. This <laughs> is your one honeymoon, brother. You yeah. got to go away. Go somewhere, you know? Yeah. Go to... Geauga Lake again. No, we're just going against Cedar, <laughs> Cedar Point. Point. Yeah, no, you can't do Cedars. I love Cedar Point, but you can't do Cedar Point this time. You got to, you got to yeah. mess. Gotta don't mess step with it that. up a little bit. You got to step up. Niagara Falls. Yeah, there, anything, anything. After Vegas, we'll see. You'll, you'll need at least. We have to do the bachelor party like three weeks before. Yeah. You know, I uh, yeah, I, you know, bachelor parties, ladies. I got to tell you right now, bachelor parties are nothing like you think. If you're your fiance is going to a bachelor party and you're thinking you do a bachelor party, you girls always have more fun. Bachelor parties are not that. They're just, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's dumb. Guys they're, they're have, dumb. Guy bachelor parties have gotten boring. Last Vegas uh, bachelor party I was in, uh, I was there and uh, my buddy uh, 
Greg Nicotero from The Walking Dead was there, and, and it's all we, we watched. He had some videos of some movies he was doing, and there were the strippers are doing their thing, and we're just watching movies the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what am I gonna do? That's uh, that's how it was. I look, at, I look, uh, I look over. That's it's way. That's how it was. Hello, at a, how one that I was a part <laughs> of, that I threw for somebody, and the the guys literally watched the pirate game. The girl, the well, girls were so mad. You don't want to get, you know, it's not. You don't want to walk out and get a rash. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the best thing. You just don't want to get a rash at your bachelor party, Todd. It helps nobody. It doesn't help the wedding. Yeah. That's why we're gonna have it three weeks before, so you can recover <laughs> from the drinking part. That's yeah. all. Just the drinking part. We don't uh, need. We don't need the craziness. No. Right. We just want. We're just gonna no, go drink. We're I'm gonna at go a point gamble. In my life, I don't need that. Exactly. We're gonna go. We see, don't need that. We're gonna go see Cookie Jar. We're gonna look Cookie Jar. We're gonna look for a little midget. All see if he's retired in <laughs> a retirement home somewhere. And we're, we're going to be good. That's it. It's going to be fun. We'll go to lounge shows and stuff. Yeah. You know, we'll take you to the, we got to take you to the strip joint. You don't yeah. do anything there, but you just yeah. you know, kind of watch. I remember my bachelor party, I said, I said, whatever you do, don't let me get chained to a chair. Next thing you know, I'm chained to a chair. Yeah. You get the chain to the chair. So that means you have to get chained to a chair. I woke up with a, with a ball and chain around my ankle oh, in my man. house. Some, my buddies took me, got me home somehow. And I had huh. a prison uniform on, like an old school, like in the uh, old movies, like in the 20s geez. or something. Yeah, that was a look. That was a look to wake up to. Hmm. Yeah, that makes you want to get married. After that's what the bachelor party is. It makes you want to run down the damn aisle, for Christ's sake, <laughs> after that. But <laughs> well, hey, I said this, uh, this show is airing uh, a day after the Steelers, yeah. so I'm praying it's a win, but I don't really care because it's a long season. We're going to win. We're going to the Super Bowl. Yep, you called Le- it. Le'Veon Bell, you better get back because we made ye. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and everyone out there, you made me and you made Todd. It's, it's true, <laughs> right? That's, yeah. Because really, if you think, getting back to what do we have as entertainers, as athletes, without the people right. that are watching or listening? You have nothing. I nothing, agree. You know? Everybody be mad at him until he walks through the tunnel. When he walks through the tunnel, they're well, all going to go nuts. Then he's going to go. Yeah, he right. might get a little booze, a couple booze at, at first. First, tu- first touchdown. The most interesting. First we, touchdown, he'll be a sweetheart we're, again. Well, we're well, we're a very interesting city. We got long memories and stuff, and you leave. You know, we stay, like McCutcheon wanted to stay here. Right, he wanted to stay here. That's why we love him. You know, he would get a. We'd applaud him. He comes yeah. back as he a want, Yankee. No. Yes, we would because he, he wanted to yeah. be here. He openly said, I want to be here. Whether he did or not, he said it. He's the, that's what you do. You do just say it. Let throw us the know. blame somewhere just else. Just let us know you respect. You know, See, Levin could have just, just, just like, blamed his agent. He could have been like, well, yes. my agent's not letting me play throw, because of financial reasons. Like, be like Kutch. That's, yeah. that's our motto. There you go. Be, uh, there it is. We just solved the problem. We just solved it. We be could be a like PR Kutch. agent. Be now. like McCutcheon. Be we'll like start Kutch. our wedding planning business. That's it. And our we'll be sports agents. I'm excited for this wedding, brother. We got. I, I'm rooting. <laughs> I'm leaning toward the burgers, though. Burgers and hot dogs all the way. Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't want to be the big influence of this thing. No. Which I, I should not. We be, even since I'm not. We even tried to look into the Pramani thing. Can I be the ring bearer? And no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, it was, I it was think like a uh, wicked lightning I think storm Vinny. Yeah. Uh, will be the, the, uh, ring, the ring bearer. Oh, Vinny's the ring bearer yeah. all the way. Got it. Vinny is the ring bearer. He'll be a star ring bearer. I can see him make him the best man and let him throw the bachelor party. I think a little Vinny lead the way. <laughs> yeah, I, it's uh, if you hear the lightning in the background, so you said we're one of those, uh, those summer storms we have in the. It's bird. coming down. This is one of those ones where you're going to have a, a friend 
about a, two days later, oh my god, that tree in my ass just ripped out of the ground. Like, <laughs> damn it. Do you, you ever know anyone got hear that lightning? Oh, you know man. anyone who's ever gotten hit by lightning? Struck by lightning? No. A friend of mine uh, on the phone, it, it, he got struck. Oh, like, yeah. Like, knocked him over. Wow. On the phone. So, it was yeah. a cell phone. Yeah. They so, say cell phones are bad. Yes. Yeah. So that happens. So, hey, if there's lightning out there, be careful with your phone. That's my big safety advice today. Yeah. I always like to give one safety tip for the show. And, good. And, and as we wrap the show up here, we'll give the number, we'll give the number again. 724-40-CREN. 724-40-CREN. And if you're in Amsterdam, if you want to call, I'd love to hear from you. And if you're anywhere, I'd love to hear from yeah. you. Yeah. So call, uh, give your comment. I'll tell you what, let me know what you want to hear. If you want to hear me do some characters that I did before, let me know if you want to hear any impression characters, any skits you want to hear, or what you like about the show and everything. Let us know. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And it's this is great. This is, Todd is brilliant. So you got this number. You, you got it. You got it going on, Todd. You got <laughs> it going on, brother. I'm telling you, man. And you're back on the diet. We'll keep watching. We're gonna just. We'll just say. I'm just gonna say you lost weight because you're wearing the glasses and looking like right, yeah. a haircut. But next year, you, next week, I'm so you got to weigh in. You got to be down I'll, for the I'll wedding. I'll weigh man. in. Yeah. I think once the date's set, you I'll really gotta, get serious. You got to get serious, brother. You know, this is your wedding picture. You want to look good, and then you get fat again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we better wrap the show. We're going to get struck by lightning. We're holding electric in my hand here, microphones. Hey, everybody, thanks so much uh, for listening. As always, we really appreciate it. It's Jim Cren, no restrictions. No restrictions. Hey, everybody, just want to let you know with the Jim Cren No Restrictions app now available on iTunes and Google Play, it's absolutely free, streams 24 7 of No Restrictions. Make it easy on just get it today. It's on iTunes and Google Play. Jim Cren No Restrictions app.